Hello, Dr. Shaw here, and welcome to another episode on Teaching Humanity Remotely. I first of all want to say I so appreciate all of your feedback and questions that you all share with me on my website, learnwithmeremotely.com. We're having some very interesting topics that relate to parenting, relationships with adult friends and their children and the children's relationship and how they impact one another. Recently, someone shared something very interesting and I really wanted to address it. So you know how sometimes your child will get a lot of attention for tattling, even though you don't really want to teach them to tattle? So as I've shared with you before, in my classroom, when children would tattle, and I was a kindergarten first grade teacher, and it seems like in first, second grade, children really like tattling. They, they really start to tattle. And what I would say to children is, you know, we are what we think about. So why are you paying attention to someone else doing the wrong thing? Why aren't you paying attention to you and all others doing the right thing? So from now on, if you're going to tattle, I only want you to tattle in the sense of celebrating someone doing the right thing. So really kind of manipulating their attention to what I think is better for them to focus on. And if you think about parenting and you think about teaching, what we do, and I've said this before, and it's really helpful to think like this, is we socialize children's attention to what we want to focus them on. If we're in the woods and we want them to notice the beauty of nature, we're going to point things out. If we're on the beach and we want them to recognize the beauty of nature, we're going to point things out. So we're constantly doing that. And it's kind of a manipulation and that has a bad connotation. But in a way, that is our responsibility to help children focus on what we deem as important and hopefully teaching them the correct values. So when a child, let's say, tattles on their sibling. That is a very obvious thing that's happening. And then you have different ways that you could behave. You're either going to reinforce that by giving that attention, which will make the child do it more often, or you could do something different to teach the child not to do that. But a subtle thing that can happen, and I really think this is important for parents who are struggling with the impact that they have when their child stops being friends with another child and how that can affect the adult relationships. When your child is having difficulty with a friend and your child comes to you to complain about the friend and then you feel like, I don't really like that kid. That kid's not nice to my kid. What you're really doing is you're reinforcing your child's tattling about the friend. That is so much more subtle than if your child is saying, Johnny took my toy or, you know, hit me or whatever. I mean, that's very clear. But when it's just like, oh, honey, how was school today? And your child says, Sally wasn't really nice to me and, you know, hurt my feelings. And then you start not liking Sally. That is very challenging and it's subtle and it's hard for you to catch that in your own reaction. But it is a kind of tattling and you are kind of reinforcing that negative tattling by engaging your child in the discussion and also by then maybe having a reaction where you don't like the kid anymore. So what do you do? 
what do you do? I mean, we're human. We love our kids. We want to defend them. We want them to have happy relationships. We don't want them to be in not happy relationships. So there is a very, very, very big continuum there. Here's my recommendation. If your child is being really abused by another child, then I think you have every right to say to your child, is that really the best kind of friendship you can be in? Are there other children that might make you feel happier to be with? You know, and really teaching them strategies. Like you don't want your child to hang out with a bully and you don't want your child's lunch to be taken from him or her or things like that. You know, and then there are strategies. Try to defend yourself, walk away, go to a different crowd, speak to a grown-up. I mean, all the strategies that we've discussed in the past. But if your child is sharing something that is not really in any way dangerous to your child and your child is really probably being invited for a learning lesson to deal with someone who just does some things like a little different. For example, today, mommy, I really wanted to play a game and Susan wouldn't let me play that game and it really hurt my feelings. So in that way, you could say, how do you want us to discuss this? Because I don't want you to always be complaining about Susan because, you know, do you ever do that? Do you ever want to play a game and it has to be your way and you're not flexible or compromising? Or if you don't always do that, let's say you never do that, which of course isn't the case because kids are kids, then you can say something like, well, what did you do about that? And did you teach her that you need her to compromise because that's what good friends do? Or were you able to be flexible because it doesn't really matter? Or when a kid says, oh, this person hurt my feelings. I always say, my feelings got hurt, but that person didn't do it. Because you don't want to give your power up to somebody else. Our feelings can get hurt and that person could have said something that triggered something in us, but that person could have had no intention to hurt our feelings. So what I'm trying to say is that when you're having these conversations with your children, you don't want them to focus on the negative and you want to turn it around. And you could even say, that's interesting. You know, if I always allow you to speak this way, what you're really kind of doing is like you're always tattling on the other child. And what you're really being invited to is to see how does your friendship with this person make you feel? And if it makes you feel good, continue to do it. And if it doesn't make you feel good, what can you do differently? Because it's really never about the other child. So when you are sharing with your child, try not to fall into the trap of engaging in that kind of tattling, that reporting about the other child that is negative, that really does teach your child to pay attention to the negative, to engage in that kind of tattling. And it's really not what you want to do. And if it was a more direct way, you would catch that and see it. So to be really attentive and paying attention to how you respond, because how you respond is also teaching your child what to pay attention to. And you don't really want them to pay attention to the negative. And yet at the same time, you want your child to be able to discuss how they're feeling. So it's a slippery slope. But I think it's an important, subtle distinction. And I think the work is always, in the discussion with children, the work is how does it make you feel? What can you do about it? Always bringing it. And then for you as the grown-up to not take it out on your child's friend, to not say, oh, I don't really like that kid, especially when you're friends with the parents. Just, it's separate. It's separate. You have your own learning lessons as adults, how to get along with your own friends. And you need to keep the two separate. Kids will find their way. Now, if your child, let's say, says, you know, 
Johnny never plays my games and I always have to play his games. You could say something like, wow, I know that when I'm friends with someone who's not flexible, it makes me feel this way. And here are my choices. I could say something about it. I could let it go because it doesn't really matter. I could decide that I don't want to hang out with that person as much. Just providing strategies. What are you going to do? So see if that works because I think it's very important. How this came about was I was watching a parent of two children and one of her children constantly tattles and it's very obvious and the parents always saying stop 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 don't tattle don't tattle don't tattle and the other child doesn't tattle in such a direct way but does constantly complain about her friends and in that way that is tattling about her friends and that is impacting the mother's feelings around the child that her daughter's complaining about as well as the relationship that that mother's having with the adult parent. So I just wanted to address that and say that these are subtle little factors that we don't catch. And to promote the idea of when your child is getting attention for tattling, turn it around. And these are the things that I would say. I was in a classroom the other day and a child was complaining about another child like sitting on the bookshelf. And I said, well, you know how you're going to teach your friend to not sit on the bookshelf is for you to sit in the right place. And then the child got in the right place and I said, oh, Johnny, I'm so glad that you're sitting in, your, in you know, where you're supposed to be sitting. And then the other child moved from the bookshelf because that's how we learn. When I would give out papers or something and no one would say thank you and then like the fifth child said thank you, I would say, oh, thank you for saying thank you. And then everyone would say thank you. And then at the end of all the papers being distributed, I would say to the class, you know, we might want to thank Sammy for reminding us to say thank you. That's it. That's a subtle thing, right? I didn't complain or make anyone who didn't say thank you feel embarrassed. I just reinforced the behavior that I wanted. I noted and I marked it. I reinforced it. Everyone gave it to me. So it's subtle like that. So see if this works for you. And I'm looking forward to your feedback. And please send me any comments you have regarding what we're talking about, because I'm sure when you're listening, you're going to think, oh, wow, I really do do that. And you're not even going to have ever thought that this is a form that you're promoting tattling because it's so different than the usual obvious way that we see tattling. But let's see if we can ask our children to pay attention to that which is positive and they'll be happier throughout the day and you'll be teaching them to start paying attention to that which is positive because we want to be positive. We want to put a smile on our face in the morning and really be focusing on that which works because throughout the day more things work than don't work and if we are indulging our children in seeing all the things that don't work, it's just going to lead them to be unhappy and then you're going to be unhappy. So let's see if we can all lead by example and focus on the positive and be optimistic that there's more of that than we even really know and experience because we've also been socialized, maybe not in the best way. So note and mark this for your children and practice this together, this focusing on the positive. Until next time, please feel free to visit learnwithmeremotely.com as well as going to Amazon, Dr. Mindy Shaw's paperbacks. Thank you. Until next time.